Hello guys, I'm really excited because we're going back to our basic chapter by chapter Bible study and we're doing 1 Timothy. We actually did 2 Timothy a few years back when the Bible study series was on YouTube. So it's a little flip-flopped. So we're going to go with a back story before we dive into the scriptures. As you know, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy are both addressed to Timothy, but there is a time difference. So 2 Timothy, it was written, it was his last letter, it was written in prison, and so it's just, it's just really heavy for me to read, and it's just, it's great, it's heavy. It's just also sad because it's just the last letter he wrote before he got martyred. Um, but 1 Timothy, that's not the case, so he wasn't in prison I believe. And then also Paul was mentoring Timothy. So just imagine this little boy that was taught scriptures from his mother and grandmother. And he would follow Paul around and, and see how Paul would do things, see Paul preach and, and Paul teaching him these things. And what's really cool is at this point, Timothy is already pastoring over a church in Ephesus while Paul is somewhere else. So in, in this way, it's not really like a mentor-mentee mentor type of relationship. It's more like a co-workers in Christ relationship. So I think that's really cool because you get to see the live action of the word disciple-making. You, you see it come to life because Paul discipled Timothy so that he could go out and teach others so that they can make disciples and then they can make disciples and it's just this huge domino effect and that's exactly the example and encouragement that we need as Christians that we need to teach others so that they can teach others and that's the purpose of me doing this you know the purpose of me teaching God's word is that you can know it and that you can teach it and and just this ongoing thing so I'm really really thrilled about that um, and that's just a little backstory. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and dive in um, to the first one and two. It's a salutation. It's just pretty much what Paul writes in every letter. But what's different is that right here he says grace, mercy, and peace. In the other letters, he says grace and peace. And so if you read 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, it says grace, mercy, and peace. And the other ones, it doesn't. And I think this little detail is really cool to me because uh, I grew up as a PK, a pastor's kid. And when I was reading the commentary over it, it said it wrote mercy because Timothy was a pastor at a church and they need that extra bit of mercy. And I find that so true because in behind the scenes of the church, so many things happen that your heart can actually harden if you don't have that mercy from the Lord. I just understand where it's coming from. So I just really like that detail of uh, Paul adding mercy because man, Timothy needs it. So the situation here, as you read uh, verse three, is that Timothy is in the city of Ephesus and it's just this trade city while Paul was somewhere else. So a lot is happening in the city of Ephesus and he's pastoring over a church, but it's a tough, tough job. And I'm sure like all ministry work, when it's a tough job, because all ministry work is, is tough, uh, I'm sure Timothy wanted to leave many times. I'm sure he wanted to pack his bag and say, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. So I think that's why it's so important that Paul encouraged him in this time. 
because when you're in the ministry, man, you need all the encouragement you can get because it is not easy. It's just, it's a, it's a big job and uh, I'm sure he wanted to leave many times, but it's also interesting to note that God does allow difficult situations like Timothy because, you know, like, as I said, as a life of a minister, it's difficult. And God doesn't take away those difficulties because, oh, you're a Christian and life is just always great. It's it's part of the Christian life, difficult things. And he knew that, and, and I want you guys to know that as well. But as we read, we see that there's a problem in the city of Ephesus because there's this false teaching going around. And doctrine, so, you know, doctrine means what one believes. And so a false thing was being taught around and Timothy's job was to make sure that this false teaching wasn't going to be spread, but that the truthful teaching of God was going to be spread. All right, we're going to read verse four and five to pay attention to myths and endless genealogies. They, these promote empty speculations rather than God's plan, which operates by faith. Now, the goal of our instruction is love that comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Just right here, you can see the contrast of what our doctrine is and what the false doctrine is. So this false doctrine that was just being spread around the city of Ephesus, whatever it was, it was not operated by faith. There was no love and there was no sincere faith. There was no good conscience. That's the biggest contrast that you can just see from these verses. Now, upon studying it, it it looked like the false teaching was proto-Gnosticism and Jewish legalism. And just to give you a little quick insight of what Gnosticism is, it's, it's like when they believe all matter is bad, all physical things are bad, and all spiritual things are good, and also that you can receive salvation through knowledge by gaining this knowledge and just and studying more and more and just knowing all this, hence why it says myths and endless genealogies. Um, And another false teaching that was going around is the Jewish legalism. And if you guys know about that, it's when you take the law, the word of God, the law in the Old Testament, and, and you see as a way to justify yourself as righteous. I guess in other words, legalism is when you start to think that you have to earn your way to righteousness by action. And you see this, you see this legalism when you see Pharisees. So these people, they know scripture inside out, but the thing they lack is that relationship with God because they think that they, they're earning their way to righteousness. And that's what legalism is and Gnosticism is just at a glance. Okay. And this was all being spread. And you see in verse six, some have departed from these and turned to fruitless discussions. So these discussions would just lead to absolutely nothing. They wanted to be the teachers of the law, but they don't even understand what they're saying. So again, this whole thing that this false teaching was based on was just gaining more knowledge, believing that they're making themselves good, and they don't even know what they're saying. They don't even believe it with their heart. There's no sincere faith. Okay. And that's the biggest contrast because in our relationship with God, the Christian faith, you have to actually believe in the things that you are teaching. So like when I'm teaching you guys the scriptures, I'm not just teaching it without believing it. I have to believe it with my whole heart. There has to be a faith aspect involved. It's a heart situation. Like I, 
my heart has to be involved in this, you know? It's not just a head thing, it's, it's a head and heart thing. So that was the biggest difference. And when you look at from verse, I believe, 7 through 11, it addresses the law. And the law that it's addressing, really, uh, you can see it in the Old Testament when there's all these laws that uh, God laid out for the people, the Israelites, like don't do this, don't do this, do this, sacrifice your animal, blah, blah, blah. All those things that constitutes the law of the Bible, okay? But the whole purpose of God doing that was that so we can see our sin, that we could see that we would never be good enough for God. That's the only purpose because when Jesus Christ came on earth to die on the cross, it shows that even though we could do nothing, he could save us. Man, I hope I have not lost you guys because I'm just like, I'm just diving in. Um, but yeah, that's the whole purpose of the law. It's not so that you can like try to like, meet all these points and be good enough. And that's exactly what these couple of verses is talking about. We know the law is good if you use it legitimately. The law is not for the righteous person, but for the lawless. So it's for the sinful person. That's the whole point of the law, to show that we are sinful. And once you, once you can see with your eyes that you're sinful, you're like, man, I need a savior. I need, I need a Jesus. That's the whole point of the law. But these people twisted it and they just thought the whole point of the law is so that we can know more about it and also try to meet that standard, which you can never meet that standard. Moving along, and then from verse 12 to 17, Paul starts to share his testimony. And this establishes so much credibility because if you guys know Paul's testimony just by reading this, you know that he was that man. He used to be that man that was involved in the fruitless discussion. He used to be that man that didn't have a sincere faith but had all this knowledge. And he's sharing this and, and the things that he's done. But then he shares that he received Jesus Christ. Paul used to be a legalistic man but then he was saved by Jesus Christ. And so this is what makes his testimony so powerful. He's like, I was one of you guys, and this is what Jesus did for me. And when you read this, not it's not only for the purpose of saying, hey, I'm incredible, what I'm saying is right, but also to give encouragement for Timothy of what he's doing. Verse 16, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. And I just feel like that would be a huge encouragement for not only Timothy himself, but also to see that all those people who are spreading the false doctrine, God can work in them and he can change in them. If, if he can change and work in Paul, he can change and work in them. And so it just gives that huge push that Timothy needs. And, and because we're doing it chapter by chapter, I'm gonna close it off right there. And we will continue chapter two. I'm really excited for that one. Um, so tune in that time. Bye guys.